beloved of God, redeemed in Christ, saved by grace, through the most blessed of faith and the perfect hope, O Jesus the Savior, the greatest promise ever fulfilled by God to his children. How are we doing today is a question I encourage us to ask ourselves. For things can appear and be quite elusive, seeming to be dark, seeming to be grim, seeming to be painful. But yet, if we turn our eyes to the things above, we see that the Lord is working all things out for the good of those who love Him. And that He has been working things out from the very beginning, from the first breath of exiting the womb of our mothers, until this day, and yet forevermore. So today, at Trading Problems for Promises, we encourage you, wherever you may be, to turn your eyes, lift your eyes to Jesus, as the beautiful hymn once sung, that we see him in all things and shift our focus to the one who's redeemed us, to the one whom has saved us, to the one whom we are hidden in until that glorious day of return and that beginning of eternity. Let us see the Lord in everything we do now, beloved. For time is short. Every second counts. Do we hear the time ticking? The clock is set, and it is depleting to the end of our days and our set course on this journey in this earth, through this earth, pilgrimage of this life. But yet, for those who are found in Christ, there is a glorious eternity that waits for those who continue the race. Keep on in the good fight and do not waver or falter when our bones get weary and we claim to have no rest. Must we know that Christ is our blessed rest and that he will keep us sustained throughout all of this course's longevity. Anyhow, I was brought to a beloved psalm of a brother named Asaph. This is a psalm you can find well quoted in many different areas of scripture or referenced in different parts of scripture, as well as that if you read a devotional or um, listen to any sermons. I'm sure you've heard this psalm referenced or mentioned. It's Psalm 73. It's the first psalm of book three of Psalms. And those books go from Psalm 73 and conclude at Psalm 89 for the third book of Psalms. Just a nice little uh, fact there for all of us. But yet this Psalm 73 is a psalm of Asaph. And it's a header that states, God's way vindicated. Or righteous, it's righteousness. So let us partake in a few of these, these succulent verses of warning and of exhortation, if we will. So Asaph writes here in Psalm 73 this, God is indeed good to Israel, to the pure in heart. Verse 2, But as for me, my feet almost slipped, my steps nearly went astray. Verse 3 now, For I envied the arrogant, I saw the prosperity of the wicked. Verse 4, they have an easy time until they die, and their bodies are well fed. 5. They are not in trouble like others. They are not afflicted like most people. 6. Therefore, pride is their necklace, and violence covers them like a garment. 
seven. Their eyes bulge out from fatness. The imaginations of their hearts run wild. We're going to stop there at verse seven. So we get the imagery here of how, when starting at verse one, how God is indeed good to Israel. What's Israel? That is God's children, his chosen people. And it says, to the pure in heart. So how are we Israel? Well, if we're pure in heart. Well, we say, sir, there are none pure in heart. All hearts are wicked. All hearts are deceitful. All hearts are evil. All hearts are as stone. True, trite, and correct, my friend, my brother, my sister. But let it be known this. With the spirit of the Most High God, when he comes to rest in our hearts, he changes us. There's a transformation of heart, a renewal of mind, and thus from that point forward, he's doing his work in us. He's doing the cleansing. He's doing the transformative work that no man could ever do. For Christ our Savior said that they, the disciples said to him first, sorry, they said to him, well, if this is the case, when he spoke to the rich man, he said, it's hard for the rich to inherit the kingdom of heaven. The disciples said, well, then who could be saved if this is the way it is? Jesus responded, he said, that for man, this is impossible to be saved. But with God, all things are possible. So let us rest assured when we're born again from above, by the very Spirit of God, Christ himself dwelling in our heart, we now have a new heart. That stony heart is discarded. We now have a heart that beats, and he does his work in us, and he grows us. And we begin to bear fruit, get pruned, go through the seasons, and have a blessed journey. And we begin the race to continue forward. Uh, doesn't mean things are going to get easy. doesn't mean hardships are going to blow away. No, but what it does mean is that the Lord is with us wherever we go. He sustains us, and he keeps us at pure in heart if we keep our eyes focused on him in all things. Hallelujah. Let us resolve to be of a pure heart. Let us resolve to love the Lord because he loved us first, giving his life for each and every one of us, that none of us shall perish. So, but we see from verse 2 down to 7, this begins to de-escalate. Now, this Asaph who wrote this Psalm 73 declares that for him, he says, but as for me, my feet almost slipped. So he almost slipped, right? My steps nearly went astray. Well, he's going to tell us next how that happened. He says, for I envied, envied the arrogant. I saw the prosperity of the wicked. Okay, beloved, this is where the line needs to be drawn in the sand. This is where we see a difference maker. This is where we're putting our guard up. We're putting the barrier up. We're saying, Christ, protect us. Vindicate us, Lord, because you are righteous. And only by you do we wear the righteous robes of royalty of your heirs, of your sons and daughters. So we see where he went astray. He envied. He was jealous of the world. He was jealous of the ways of the world, of those old lusts, of those old sins, of the wickedness of this life. And he sought to look back. So just like Lot's wife, he looked back and he was almost turning to salt, right? He's saying he almost slipped and, and fell and he almost decayed. He was almost broken and shattered by this. And the more we continue through the whole Psalm 73, we're not going to go through the whole portion in this segment. But I highly recommend it for each of us. For each of us that we may see exactly what the downfall of the child of God could be and is in most cases, unfortunately. For we're going to take it down to verse 11 and 12. We now see as Asaph continues on in this romanticizing the ways of old, the ways of the wicked, the ways of the world. And he says now in verse 11 and verse 12, this, The wicked say, 
How can God know? Does the Most High know everything? Questioning God now. So we see that in verse 11. Now he is referencing what the wicked say. They're questioning God. Oh, he doesn't see everything. He doesn't see what we're doing. It's okay. Continue in wickedness. We all know, whether an unbeliever or whether a beloved of Christ alike, we all know listening right now that this is not the case. The Lord God sees and hears everything. Only a fool declares there is no God. So verse 12 says, Look at them, the wicked. They are always at ease, and they increase their wealth. So they're rich on this earth. We see this, right? They are rich on this earth. Material possessions, things of the physical. It doesn't amount to nothing in the eternal, but he's looking at the things which he sees. And we know if we're walking by faith and having grace and seeing Jesus and walking by the Spirit, that we're not going to be focused or distracted with the things of this earth, of this physical life, okay? Because there is nothing but death outside of that in which is Christ. So may we stay focused on the prize, beloved. This is an exhortation to love your God, to love our God in Christ Jesus, the only living God, sovereign and precious indeed. May we rejoice at his name. May we rejoice at the good that he has done, that he died for our sins, and that he has risen, that we live again now because he lives in us. With a new heart, we can move forward not being besetted by the sins and the sickness of this life. Hallelujah! Praise Christ Jesus! Verse 13, we're going to take it there, and we're going to stop with the Psalm 73, but verse 13 says this now. Asaph now says, Did I purify my heart and wash my hands in innocence for nothing? So now he's questioning himself, and he's saying a very valid question, because he's romanticizing the world. He's looking back at all the things he once partaken. He's looking at all these wicked people and he's getting lost, thinking, oh, they're having fun. They're doing this. They're doing that. And he begins to envy and long for the pleasures of old, to long of the sins of the days past. And he's not focusing on Christ. The number one thing is the enemy questions God. And we see the enemy in his flesh here. We see him being questioned. We see him questioning the Creator. We see him now questioning himself being double-minded, which we know is a wicked place for anyone to be. I know from experience, and if we're all honest, we can say we do too. But anyhow, Psalm 73 is a 28-verse psalm. I highly recommend taking it from verse 1 where we started all the way through to the 28th and seeing how he overcame this desire. Because it doesn't just end there, going through those works, but it ends in the goodness of loving the Lord. So he had to question some things out. He had to take time to step back and analyze, which we all do at times. We have to give everything to the Lord at all times, though. So may we focus on the Lord. May we be exhorted to continue the race. May we know not to look back at the world. And if we do know that we have the high priest interceding on our behalf, knowing that we have Jesus, the living God, beside us at all times, knowing that he cares for us, so let's cast our cares upon him, as it is referenced again in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7, that the Lord cares for you. He loves you dearly. So may we cling to him, because he is the only one that can get you through whatever you're going through. He's the only one that pulled me from the trash bin, from the pits of despair, the darkness, the, the mucky mires of, we can get real here, we could say suicidal thoughts, addictions, depressions, insanity, fried brains, um, everything you could imagine here, and every sin you could think of, I have partaken in to some degree. The Lord brought me from all that, 
Just as a tiny, tiny excerpt of a testimony there. The Lord defeated these things. The Lord shined the light. The Lord is the light in the heart of those who love Him. And He will do the same for you, beloved. I am here to encourage you as the Spirit in me is here to encourage. As the Spirit in me is here to help us. We must lift up and let the Lord do His work in us. Let us not fantasize, imagine, or romanticize of the days of old, of the things in which the people of the world are doing. Let us not think of these things, for they will lead to death and the pit itself. But may we rejoice and focus on the heavenly places with our beloved Savior, Christ Jesus, up above and also in the precious work of your heart and where he is now, for he is with us wherever we go. Let us trade the problems of the old things. Let us trade the problems of sin, the problems of iniquity, the problems of the old self for the promises of Christ Jesus, the promise of Christ himself, the promises of all of God's word that are precious, true, and trite, and there for you in your time of need. Wherever you are, whatever you're going through, the Lord will deliver you through it. I am here to testify to this, that he will do it because he has done it in me, and he has done it in thousands and millions of others. Whether they make it to eternity or not is not our say. We are not here to condemn. But the Lord himself knows the hearts and minds of every man. He will do the healing work in you. Stand fast in the race. Cling to the Savior, and do not give up, for he cares for you dearly, and he is the one who is here for you in your time of need now. Hallelujah. Praise Christ Jesus. May you trade your problems for the promise of Christ and lay him at his feet today so he can clean you up and get you along your way. Hallelujah. Peace be to all.